Today in Security from Wired. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Significant FBI Error Reignites Data Encryption Debate by Lily Hay Newman. Law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, have long criticized data encryption as a threat to their ability to fight crime. They argue that encryption allows bad actors to go dark, impeding agents' ability to access the data of suspects, even with court orders or warrants. After years of raising the alarm about the going-dark problem, though, officials have yet to convince privacy advocates that undermining encryption protections would do more good than harm. And critics say that the FBI in particular has failed to show the problem is significant. A Tuesday report in the Washington Post fueled this debate, revealing that the FBI had vastly overstated the number of devices to which it could not gain access. For months, FBI officials, including Director Christopher Wray, have said publicly, including to Congress, that in the fiscal year ended September 2017, the agency was locked out of 7,775 cell phones it had the legal authority to access. Privacy advocates have been skeptical, noting that the FBI's figure for fiscal year 2016 was 880 inaccessible devices. The FBI confirmed on Tuesday evening that the 2017 figure was flawed. The Federal Bureau said the error stemmed from an April 2016 move to combine information from three distinct databases. The FBI recently became aware of flaws with the methodology implemented in April 2016 and has determined the previously reported FY 2017 statistics are incorrect, the statement said, blaming, quote, programming errors that, quote, resulted in significant overcounting of mobile devices reported through the databases. An official elaborated on Wednesday that the false number came from an error that overcounted entries in one of the three databases, resulting in a gradual but consistent swell in the number of devices reported as the months went on. The official says that this slow compounding is why the FBI didn't identify the mistake sooner, yet it quickly raised red flags outside the agency. Frankly, we're not surprised, Electronic Frontier Foundation staff attorney Andrew Crocker wrote on Tuesday. The FBI discovered the mistake in April and has been reviewing the situation over the last month, but the official wouldn't say when the agency will release updated statistics. 
In fact, the Bureau is considering changing how it tracks the going dark problem and may switch to using case studies or other specifics as an alternative to aggregate figures. The official noted that it's difficult to know how to account for things like locked devices that are initially relevant to an investigation but later become inconsequential or devices that seem inaccessible at first but are eventually unlocked. The latter situation speaks to a point privacy advocates have raised for years in arguing that the FBI overstates the threat that encryption poses to investigations. A number of companies offer technical solutions at bargain basement prices to access even cell phones that are among the most secure, says Greg Nojim, director of the Freedom, Security and Technology Project at the Center for Democracy and Technology. These workarounds aren't ideal from a user security and privacy standpoint, but their existence is at odds with the FBI's assertion that there's an urgent need for additional law enforcement access mechanisms. The miscounting will further erode trust that the FBI's Going Dark initiative is a good-faith effort to protect public safety. Another recent blow stems from a March Department of Justice Inspector General investigation into the FBI's extremely public quest in early 2016 to have Apple build a tool to unlock one of the San Bernardino, California shooter's iPhones. The IG report found that the FBI didn't fully evaluate its third-party unlocking options before seeking a court order to compel Apple to unlock the phone. After the tech giant resisted building such a master key, the existence of which could dangerously undermine iPhone security around the world, according to Apple CEO Tim Cook, the FBI found a contractor within weeks to unlock the phone for less than a million dollars. It's amazing to me that the FBI has not been able to figure out the scope of the going dark problem, and this miscounting really calls into question the FBI's credibility when it comes to going dark claims, CDT's Nojim says. It's important that policymakers have data that they can rely on, and when that data doesn't happen, there needs to be some accountability. The inspector general should investigate. Some cases are undoubtedly complicated, but it's unclear why it's been so difficult for the FBI to offer even a revised scale or range for how many devices the Bureau was actually locked out of in fiscal 2017. The crypto wars have been raging for decades, and analysts on both sides of it are watching as federal officials attempt to improve its going dark issues. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.